Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old-school business practices and their traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the three-piece suit, white shirt, wingtips, and conservative tie to help you enhance your company's growth with meaningful modern solutions. I'm your host, Dave Kane. It's 2018, and anybody who's anybody has a website. These days, it is no longer something that's just nice to have. It's a marketing necessity. It's a place where you can tell your story, outline your products or services, highlight your brand, and ultimately secure the sale. That being said, it's no longer enough to build a nice piece of virtual real estate and set it and forget about it. Today, so much more has to go into your website. If you truly hope to see that much desire return on investment, now, full disclosure, even though I speak with authority, I don't know what specifically goes into building a kick-ass website, but I know someone who does. Brad Cerconi, President and Chief Brand Officer at Cerconi & Associates, is here to talk about the work that goes into building a top-notch website and how business owners can outshine their competition by simply paying closer attention to a few key elements. Welcome back to Unsuitable, Brad. Thank you, Dave. Good. In uh, the intro, we talked about your company, Cerconi & Associates. Uh, we need an elevator speech from you. You're one of the uh, the top entrepreneurs around Ray & Associates, and so we need to know more about your company. We have been doing uh, specifically brand differentiation, which means the separation of uh, your company and its products and services from anybody else in that category. And that's, that's, what, we, that's what we've been doing for 17 years. Started out in the, in the advertising business, which was more tactical. And now over the last, I don't know, 12 years, all we focus on is this idea of what we call positional brand differentiation. In other words, those messages that set you apart from anybody else with like or similar services. And, you know, I've seen you speak a number of times on the very topic and um, you're a great presenter in the whole brand presentation and website. And, and I remember one um, presentation, uh, we always talk about entrepreneur and rock and roll and, and stuff like that. And your presentation always has a music theme and a rock and roll theme. And if I recall, you used to be a uh, in a rock and roll band as in the 70s, early no, 80s? No, yeah, not 70s. No, no Peter Frampton quite yet. Yes. But uh, yeah, we were signed to Geffen for $3.6 million from uh, 89 to 92 and toured with the Ramones and a bunch of other unique bands. And it was a, it was a time where I learned about differentiation. It, it really uh, taught me, the discipline of rock and roll taught me about the poetry of business. Was that the uh, Blitzkrieg Bop tour that's with the Ramones? That's correct. I don't think they even named any of their tours. It was just they Ramones. They just went out. They just whatever. went out. They went out. None of the tours were named. But, um, um, you know, speaking of differentiation, since you brought it up, the Ramones invented an entire category of rock and roll called punk rock. A lot of people think punk rock, you know, was invented by, um, you know, the Sex Pistols or the Clash, and that's, that's not true. It was actually the New York Dolls in New York City and the Ramones. So that's, that's pretty interesting. It's um, that they took the time, you know, they, they, they had the smarts because people think about the Ramones as a simple, it's a fast two-minute song. The truth of the matter is they invented an entire other category that has influenced all the great bands of today, from R.E.M. to U2 to, 
to uh, even, you know, um, the chain smokers. You know, it's, uh, and, and that's a good segue because your presentation uh, goes through and, and you identify the bands and you talk about branding and websites. Virtually every band you, you, you follow today, you go on and there's a, they have a website. You yes. can find out anything and everything about all the band members, the lyrics and so forth. So today, I mean, we could talk about music the rest of the day, but I think we're going to talk about building a website. Yeah, and, and if you think about it, music is expressionism, right? I mean, everybody understands that. And, and we try to teach businesses how to express themselves better. And the best way for a business to express itself omnipotently is through digital. Can you spell that? Nope. But 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 the, but the point is, uh, oftentimes I don't think companies spend enough time caring about everything that goes into that website. And if you do go to rock and roll bands' websites, or even classical music websites, or jazz websites, you will see that the visual acuity of that site directly affects and 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 symbolizes the band itself. You know, as you uh, you mentioned about you know not paying enough attention to the website, and and of course all of us have uh, have looked at websites all different sizes, shapes, no matter what we're doing. But just a couple of tips. Let's talk about what makes a great website. Number one, I would say minimalism. Less is more. Clarity becomes uh, the most important thing. So get to the punchline quickly and often. Number two, you would be surprised how many websites today are not responsive on a mobile device. The world is, is seen through mobility. It's not seen through a desk anymore. It's seen through mobility. And I'm talking about major firms that do not have responsive sites. So that, that would be number two. You know, keep it easy and then make sure that it's mobile friendly. Three, you know, make content that is extraordinary, not just content because you got a bu- you have a bunch of things that you do, so say it all. Don't boil the ocean as you were talking in the last podcast, but rather keep that content to either, ed- you better educate somebody, engage them, or delight them. Sometimes it can just be joyful. Uh, you know, reading something on Facebook works because you're habitually addicted to it because it's joy that you get in catching up with friends or learning something that you didn't know before. The other thing I would say is to make sure the navigation isn't too deep. And when you talk about professional services firms, especially, or businesses that are complex, you'll see navigations that have a parent nav. We call them parent. And when that opens up, that's a child. That's what it's called when you're developing. And, you know, those, those navigations all of a sudden turn into a family tree that goes all the way across the site and again, you're, you're certainly not thinking mobile, right? So you want to keep it very simple and simplify the nav. And that's very hard to do when you have a complex business that's very knowledgeable with a lot of people. So the mobility, I'll call it mobility, the, the has, that's a must. I mean, that is, that is a cost of it. It's cost of entry. You know, um, as the, we look at this and talk about this, you know, I can go out um, and, and, and buy a web design build or do it yourself for, you know, 199 bucks. You know, that might work if I'm doing tax returns out of my basement, but that's probably about all that's worth. Would you concur? I would concur, but I would probably be more um, critical of that. And the reason is you want a partner to push you. Um, 
along the way. You need a partner to be objective, no matter how small or how big your business is. You have to be bold and brave. Oftentimes, I see websites that are built on, well, what would the customer want to hear? Well, it doesn't matter. Who are you and what do you stand for? Then look at your services through the eyes of your customer. But you always need a partner. Yes, they can put up a parking lot. That's not a website. Putting up a parking lot for free that has a bunch of blank spaces where people can park their interest doesn't commit you any business. To get business, you've got to, again, be bold and brave and beautiful about what you want to express and express that through the tongues of your would-be prospects that are now viewing the site. And that's the tricky part. That's what makes it hard is the latter of what I just said. How do you gauge that? Research. Research, research, and research. research. Absolutely. So, you know, part of this is to make sure that you don't get too lost in what I call the egocentric eye. Years ago, I wrote an article for, for Business First where I coined that phrase, the egocentric eye. And oftentimes when we look, when we work with companies, the first thing they do is say, well, we've got to say this. And we get, it's important that we say this. Oh, and by the way, this is very important that we say this. And you ask them for a hierarchy. Okay, well, what's the most important thing and what's the least? And all of a sudden the hierarchy, right, becomes this horizon. And in doing that, you realize right away, oh, okay, so this is about you. It's not about the customer. So it's not based on research. It's, uh, it's based on ego. egocentric. The egocentric eye. And the egocentric eye gets in the way, right? And it blinds us from the goal. And the goal is to build a website from the point of view of those who want to view it. So you have to go out and ask your customers, what do you really like about our website? Let them say, I don't like anything. Or I like two sections. I go and I look at these articles and I also like this section where you do a once a month free giveaway, right? Whatever that is, do all that research before you even begin building. Because otherwise you're building something that may not be wanted by anybody. You know, you you. Uh, this is maybe a good time to 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 go in this direction. Uh, recently, you um, assisted Ray and Associates with rebuilding um, our website, mm-hmm. where we have multiple locations, thirteen locations across the state of Ohio, over three hundred employees. We've got service here, this service, this service. How in the world did you tackle that project? Well. In all seriousness, by starting by starting out with a great internal team at Ray that cared enough to listen to an, an outside, you know, objective voice, sure. to say, guys, let's simplify this in a way that the average business owner, especially those that you serve, can get on this site and it can function for them. And so, one of the things that we did is on our homepage, we made it feel less accounting and that it begins in a carousel moment where you're eavesdropping into the lives of our clients. And it's, it's part of what we've been trying to do in the tone of this podcast. And so when you go onto our website, we want to add the stories, how we've been behind scenes, right? right? The, the Ray heroes are behind the scenes of the real heroes, which are our clients. And so the idea was to make true stories out of the brand through the voice of our clients. Has our check cleared yet? Just did. Just did. Good. So, all right. So you're buying later on. I just got a text. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's good. So uh, good, <laughs> folks. It's working. Check us out. But um, you know, I want you. You use the term artfully executed, mm-hmm. 
And I'm not sure what that means. Uh, help me out to uh, define what is artfully executed. By that, I say all the time the idea of, you know, if you've been to an art museum or you happen to like a certain illustrator or I was talking to a, a client last night who was challenging me on uh, finding a better uh, list of artists that are on Epic Records and how the prolific Epic Records was. And my point is, artfully executed means knowing when not to have any more voice and give, give room to the experience. So in design, things in three matter because they create a form of imbalance so you can have wide open space. Oftentimes, if you look at even some of the early sites that we did as a company and that Ray did in, the, in some of the iterations of their site, they're very copy heavy. And one thing you want to do nowadays, one thing you want to do nowadays is make sure um, that you police that so that there is space for the visitor to both view and read. Websites are visual properties. So I sometimes say if you could commission one piece of art per page, what is that piece of art? And let's stick just to that. The navigation can lead us to different frameworks, right? But we don't need to spend tons of time on copy and other forms of art that distract from that moment of being, you know, artfully bonding with the visitor. So really, you're an architect, you're an engineer of the website where you build based on, on research and data that you've accumulated over your years of experience. That's right. And, and even if you note, um, if you go to, let's take Casper. I don't know if you've ever been on the Casper Bed website, but it's a huge of Obixler's uh, time period. It is a huge brand right now. And their positional tagline is something around uh, better night's sleep creates a better life. Oh, is that the, the mattress they put in the box? Yes. Yes. And they're selling at $1,000 and Tempur-Pedic is selling at 5500 And according to Consumer Report, Tempur-Pedic is lower on the grading system by CR than Casper. Casper is the highest, is the fastest growing mattress company because they've been disrupted by putting a mattress in a box. But go to their website. It's like being inside of a cloud. And their mattress is about that. We have to change directions. You're putting us all to sleep here. <laughs> Talking to the mattress. <laughs> you know, you, know, um, you, you obviously, uh, your name is well known uh, around Central Ohio for website building, but I also understand uh, you travel around the country. In fact, one of your, your associates shared with me that you have a trip scheduled out to California to pick up some rewards. No, I do not know about that. You don't know about that? No. We'll, we'll fill you in. I, I, was, I, I think that's an inside joke somewhere along I the line. I think it might be. Think it might? I think it might be, but I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, understand, let's understand the three Ps. You, you talked to me about the three Ps of web perfection and being a novice in, in website building. I want to go out and, you know, I was ready to buy the 199 version and cut you out of the deal. Um, until I heard about these three P P's of web perfection. What are those? Um, first, this idea of viewing the web as a platform. I mean, a as a marketing piece, you can, you know, it it's something that is always communicating. It never closes. So you have to understand that um, the web is the most critical platform of 99.9% .9 of all businesses today. Whether it be, I mean, look at Casper. They reinvented the entire industry based on the ability, right, to change distribution points. We don't go to a retailer. 
you, your, your retail experience is at the Casper site on the website. So you have to think of the website as a platform, not as a medium. So back in the advertising days, people would say, what are you doing on the web? What are you doing on TV? What are you doing on radio? What are you doing in print? Those were mediums. A website is above a medium and that is the platform. And by that, I mean, it's a platform that serves up your processes, your people, your products, and your philosophies. So you have to treat that as if it is, again, your abode, your virtual abode, your domicile that you are sharing with the world around you. So that's the first B. That's the platform. That's the platform. Always open. Always open. Always ready for business. Always sharing. Next, you want to personify the brand. What do we mean by that? We mean this idea that the brand should reflect the people and everything that, that um, the website should reflect the brand and the people and everything that they stand for. And by that, we mean tonality. So if you look at the Ray site, it is, not, it is written with a very humble perspective. And I think it's, it's written well in that way because its tone actually matches the people behind Ray. If you go to another website, let's say a government website, uh, you'll, note, you'll note a sterner perf- personification. Okay. One that doesn't seem as humble, maybe, not open to questions. Here are the directions. Exactly. Here are the instructions. Exactly. Here's a PDF form. Fill it out. And that's our personality (laughs) and leave us alone. (laughs) Whereas if you are looking at, um, say, even more uh, youthful sites, which might be, um, say, a, a clothier or a fashion site, it is going to be more about lifestyle. So it might not talk about, it might not have a humble tone of Ray, it might not have the sternness of a governmental site, but it personifies the idea, come in and check us out. Or it could just be uh, bright colors and look what's, look what's happening in spring. But the idea is to actually personify the voice of the brand on the website. Again, many times business owners think about what do we offer and how can the website be functional? They don't think about these more um, esoteric uh, touch points that are important, like the idea of understanding there's a platform and then personifying the brand in the right way. And the third P, I think, is something about purpose that you shared with us. Yes, and so today, unlike any other time ever, ever in business, businesses have to have purposes greater than themselves, and they have to define and articulate that uh, purpose beyond this idea of what they sell and how they sell. The idea of, you know, and, and by the way, I would say anybody who is thinking about building a site, just go onto a few sites and ask yourself, are they telling me about what they have? Or are they telling me about why they have what they have? And those that say why first and save what for second, win. Because humans want to know the why. We want to be connected into the why. The what and the how we learn always through many different channels. But if a brand uh, or a website is written from this idea of the why and a shareable why, then it's going to touch that human heart. When it comes down to selling something, it comes down to emotional trust, right? So that's why it's it's, it's oftentimes our job in building sites, co-authoring them with clients like we did with Ray, is this idea of saying, well, wait a minute, let's not spend too much time on the how and what. Make sure our voice of why is there. 
And sometimes you'll have clients push back and say things like, well, you know, this is our website or this is what we want on our site. And we say, yeah, it's actually everyone's website. That's why it's on the thing called the World Wide Web that never closes. We're here to share information, to get to know each other and to make purchase decisions through a website of whether we want to do business with you. You know, that's great uh, insight. And, and again, as a novice to, to website, uh, I'm intrigued by the presentation and your notes uh, uh, for today. Uh, one of the things that, again, we built the website. How often do you change it? Do you go in for, you know, oil change every 5,000 miles? You know, what's your advice in that area? That's a great question. And, and the answer is with the web's prominence today, you should always be changing it. You should be always working on it. You should be always updating it. And you better think of the next thing uh, to do that supports your why. By that, I mean you're not deconstructing the current side you have, but just like anything that grows, it's organic. It's out in the world. Your people are interplaying with it from behind the scenes. Your, your customers and prospects are looking at it in front of the scenes. Our job as a marketing team is to say, what are the six things we learned this month that need to be employed? Our second most important job as a marketing team is which ones are absolutely necessary. Those that aren't, they go to another phase. But this is something that, you know, when websites first came around, it was the idea you put one up and you kept it up there for a year and a half, and that's what it was. Nowadays, you can't do that. No, you're always nurturing it. You know, and I think you hit a key early on in your presentation, research, research, research. Research, find out what's going on in the, you know, in your area, in the ind industry, uh, with your clients, with your, uh, with your customers. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what, you know, again, that's exactly what Ray did on Insight was let's allow the, the, the fascination of the customer to lead the brand instead of the brand leading the customer. Our guest today has been Brad Circoni, Chief Brand Officer at Circoni & Associates located in Central Ohio. Thanks again for joining us on Unsuitable today, Brad. Great job. And Thank thanks you. for the work you and your team have done on the Ray website. It looks fantastic and uh, I've used a lot and trying to refer uh, uh, clients uh, in that area. Uh, listeners, if you haven't already, please take a look at the new Ray CPA website and then let us know what you think. You can either leave your feedback by clicking on the Contact Us button or you can send us an email at podcast at raycpa.com. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button on iTunes or check out video from today's episode on Ray's YouTube channel, take a look at it. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray & Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.